closet conversations. This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. A-teamers interact with us on uh, 011-714-2006 or SMS 41391. You can also WhatsApp me on 0614104107. Coach Matawe Matapula and I are going to be talking about sibling comparison. And here in the studio, right, if we had a webcam, you would realize that all of us who are in the studio right now know one or two or three examples of sibling comparison and it is painful and it is sensitive so i'd like to hear from you and i'm sure coach is going to help us how we can navigate through this coach matawa is not only just a coach she's a life coach a seasoned journalist inspirational speaker and entrepreneur she's also a mother and i'm sure she's a sibling too so she's well versed to speak about today's conversation a warm welcome sexy coach matawa Oh, thank you so much, sexy Patricia. You know that song. That song was dedicated to you. You know, (laughs) and I was shaking myself. Yeah, man, girl. Sometimes we need to shake off those winter blues. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So we 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 all come into families, and some families have more than one child, and then then inevitably we've got siblings. But sometimes. Mm. Our parents are not impartial when they raise us the way they treat us, how they treat us, and this can be a problem. Let's talk about where sibling comparison emanates from. You know, first of all, I've got to say that it is a human nature to compare. And uh, if we're going to to act uh, as parents like, no, we don't compare, I think uh, we'd quite uh, not be correct or yeah it's just that perhaps we are more careful but every parent I can tell you now at some point you've compared your child uh, to somebody else either their siblings or the child next door but the comparison is always there now the thin line has to be drawn there it's either it's a healthy comparison or it's unhealthy that's where we need to differentiate this. And by the way, I'm from a family of six. We are a big family. Sure. So you say comparison <laughs> is human nature. It's, it's human nature. But I mean, we compare. I'm, I'm going to give you an example now uh, to say even at work, uh, where you work, sometimes you would compare your work with somebody else or even the outfits or even or who wore it better. That's comparison. It might just not be on another level of uh, hecticness as a sibling's uh, comparison, but it's still comparison. So it is human nature. You, we, we can't get rid of it. We just have to manage it. Human nature, but now we need to distinguish between the healthy and the unhealthy. The unhealthy. Okay, yeah. before we go to the healthy and the unhealthy, how was the environment growing up at home with six siblings? Uh, you are number what? I'm number three. <laughs> I'm Gally, the middle. Gally, you are like me. And I've got three more after me. So middle child syndrome is your lifeline. <laughs> or oh, no. was it healthier? One thing that I'm giving to my mom, I, I don't know how she did it. I'm, I'm praying that one day I will be half of what she is and what she was to us growing up. I've never felt it. 
I think it's only now when we are older and we think we like, no, but I did this, and then uh, you you praising that one more, even though they did the other, the thing that is not bigger than what I did, you know, all those kind of things. But growing up, uh, we didn't feel it, and I, we we were quite close with a close knit family that. Uh, if I have to say my best friends, I start with my own siblings. Wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so how do we differentiate between unhealthy and healthy comparison of siblings, uh, and, and not so much of external family members and friends, yeah. and you know, but siblings because that's where it hurts the most. Yeah, I mean, we all expect that from parents, we're supposed to get the love, right? and to be loved the way we are. So imagine when you're not getting the love uh, or to be loved the way you are being compared to the next person that it, it actually breaks you. And uh, unhealthy uh, comparison is fueled by judgment, uh, expectations or some some level of disappointment that will then lead to, to impact a person uh, at, at, a, at, a, at a later stage. And uh, this is quite hectic really Mm, because mm. if you're going to to compare me to my let's say my mother is comparing me to my sister and the the comparison is judgmental it it kills my self-esteem it 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 has got psychological uh impact onto them the limiting opportunities for one and some kid might even rebel because if you, you are in a nutshell being told you are not good enough as compared to either your brother or your sister. But coach, let's say the parent does not know or they're not aware that they do this. So it's something they do, you know, subconsciously. It's, it's, it's just there. It's engraved in them. They don't mean to hurt their other child. How can they correct this behavior? Yes, they can. And I can tell you no parent does this intentionally to break the other child. We're all doing it hoping that with the best intentions, that if I do this, if I say, hey, you're not like your sister, you're not like your brother, it will push the child to actually excel and do the best. Uh, We're not seeing the reverse of what can actually happen, but they can correct it. They can make a conscious decision, first of all, to avoid the unhealthy comparison. They can also, one thing, know your children's weaknesses and strengths. Know that Matawa's strength is in cleaning while uh, the other sibling's strength is in cooking. Compliment me with my cleaning. Compliment the other one with the cooking. Don't say, you know, bash me and uh, hammer me because I I can't cook uh, great or delicious food as compared to my other sibling. Know our strengths and celebrate each child's strength so that we can flourish you see, mm, mm. so the, the moment you feel that edge to compare in a judgmental manner uh, or to compare in a way that has expectations and is going to make your child feel like they're not good enough, hold back. Hold it back. Hold it in. 
I'm going to ask that uh, we, we take a bit of a breather, Coach. I, I want us to come back and, and continue with the sensitive conversation that a lot of people have probably experienced. A-teamers, we would love to hear from you. Coach Matau is here to give us some advice. How was it growing up? Did you find that uh, there was, uh, you know, favoritism amongst you as siblings? Or are you finding yourself being that parent who is unconsciously uh, creating favoritism? Maybe there's a, a good reason why you favor one child over the other. That child, we are Vilapa, and you're just like, mm, this one, we are Kaanga. You know, I don't, I don't know. Let's hear from you. WhatsApp 0614104107 or SMS 41391. A-teamers, you can also call in on 011-714-2006. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Closet Conversations. A-teamers, we are talking about uh, sibling comparison. It's, uh, well, dangers. And uh, sometimes maybe it could have some benefit. I don't know. I don't know. But as a parent myself, I just feel that uh, as much as comparing uh, people or things is human nature, but how do you compare an apple to a pear? Even if they are twins, how do you do that? Because People are different. We are different. So I'd love to hear from you. We are talking with uh, Coach Matawe Matsopula, and um, your contributions are most welcome as an A team on 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 0614-104107. We've got um, Duduzo on the line. Good evening, A teamer. Hello, hello, hello. How's it? Strong. How are you? Good, 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 good. Could be better, but hey, uh, what do we do? So I just want to quickly paint, um, you know, my sibling comparison experience. Go ahead. Yes. So, so, so what happened? Let me just give, um, you know, just a brief outline. So there are three of us, and I'm the youngest. Now, me being the youngest, you know, meant that. You know, I was, you know, from a young age, given attention and all of those good things. Um, but the one thing that I found and the one thing that I still find today is that although I'm the youngest, everybody sort of seems to assume that I am the oldest. And they basically make that assumption on the basis that, you know, I've got the most outgoing personality and, you know, I like interacting with people the most and all of those things. So my siblings are more reserved than I am. So, you know, but I think that um, even when it's growing up, like, for example, when we were traveling, like, let's say we were taking, taking taxis from somewhere, I was always the one with the money, <laughs> or I was always the one that, you know, had, had the cash um, to pay the taxi fare, you know. So I was like, you know, I was the one in control, but obviously I couldn't see it at that time. I only saw it now at an older age that, oh, no, actually I was assuming the role of my older siblings when I was the youngest. Um, you know, and obviously in terms of, you know, the comparison com- uh, conversation, it was always a case of, you know, when people always thought that I was the oldest, it almost, you know, gave me, let's say, you know, a ticket to sort of, you know, have an overriding or an overruling word um, over my siblings just because I was more outgoing and, you know, I was just, you know, I always liked asking questions and all those things. So so I don't think that it's necessarily a mistake or fault of my parents. 
Um, you know, but in essence, that's just how things worked out. And, you know, sometimes when I obviously look back at it, I'm like, um, I could say maybe, <clears throat> you know, sometimes I assumed the need or the lead, let's call it the lead. Sometimes I assumed the lead without actually understanding what was contained in there, you know, but at the same time, I just felt that, you know, I was always older. And you see, it obviously translates into um, adulthood, because sometimes when I look at myself now, I look at it and say, you know, based on things that happen in the family, I always want to have a voice and I always want to have a view. So I don't know how how correct or, you know, how sort of proper that is where, you know, you the youngest, but at the same time you feel like you hold most of the responsibility on your shoulder. I want to ask you something, Dudu's. How yes. is your relationship between you and your siblings? Do they do they feel the overriding uh, power? And I'm I'm saying this quote in your own words, um, mm. and and find it a bit like awkward because it comes from you as the youngest. Or is your relationship just hunky dory? So so I'd say my relationship with my sister is okay. Um, obviously, I feel like maybe my relationship with my brother then got strained. And, you know, primarily, you know, that is because, you know, in a black household, obviously, if you are the older one, then nobody needs to, you know, question your authority or nobody needs to question your position. But if in four or five instances people assume that you are the oldest, it almost, you know, wipes you out as, as the oldest sibling or as the older brother. I mean, we get along in all those things, but obviously, um, you know, some of, let's call it the dividers, or some of, of the pillars that currently exist are not really something that were intentionally made by me. You know, some of them are purely as a result of my personality, you know, and because of my personality and my outgoing nature, it's, it's automatically assumed. And obviously, part of it is also because, you know, I grew a beard before my brother. So people that don't see you often, when they look at the two of you and they see that I'm slightly taller than him, I've got a beard, or therefore he's got to be the oldest. I don't care what people say. He's got to, got to, got to be the oldest. So I'm saying it, I can see that it obviously is not something that, you know, sits well with him 100%. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's not my making. It's not my doing. There's, you know, there's nothing mm-hmm. I could do to sort of shelter it or mitigate it or any of those things. And obviously with my sister, you know, because she's female, I mean, <laughs> you know, in black households, you know, females, even if you're older, they, you know, are always interested in the male. So, so But it's okay, Mdudu, let's allow Coach Matawe to come in, stay on the line in case she's got a question for you. Coach Matawe, I like Mdudu's energy, right? And I love his honesty. Yabon, yeah. he's honest. The guy is just honest. He's taller than his brother. He's got a beard before his brother. Yabon, and Kotwa, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's concerned that, look, he didn't create this. His parents didn't create this. It's It's purely nature. The other thing is that he cannot uh, reduce himself so that uh, the siblings are comfortable with who he is in terms Mm. of he mentioned that this is my character, this is who I am. And we are different individuals with different characters. Some are outgoing, some are like reserved and all those things. But again, if he's doing it with the spirit of Guti, yeah, now we'll do it better. Uh, and uh, I will do it like the oldest. And, and if, if that's the spirit, that's where the problem is. Mm. 
But if it's, he's doing it from the purest of his heart, not because he's competing or he's want, he wants to show the other siblings, sorry, because I've always done it, because he's older now, he understands way more better, and he can even see how it makes his brother feel, right? So if the intention when doing those things to jump and be fast because his fast is the personality is that I will do it. I've always done it. Maybe he needs to slow a bit down. I'm not saying he must reduce himself and the character, but he needs to check the motives. Why am I doing this? Who gave me this responsibility? Am I the one who's supposed to do it? Because if it's assigned to my brother and I'm jumping to it, what am I saying about my brother? Mm. Capabilities of doing it. You know, yeah. so he needs to sit back and check his motives. And again, if he's jumped into something that his brother was going to be do, and his brother was taking his time and like, hey, and he jumps in and does it, then there's a problem there because you are overlooking him or you disrespecting disrespecting him again. So I am saying he needs to check that and also have a conversation with his brother because I can feel there is a bit of a rift between them, even though they are civil to each other or with each other because they are siblings, but there is that bit of a rift. Then maybe they must have this conversation. When I do this, how does it make you feel? Yeah, you know? yeah. He's, yeah. He's, is still on the line, um, Coach. L- let's hear if he's heard you and he, yeah. he agrees with you. Yes, no, 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 definitely, and uh, and thank you for that. Look, you know, the only sort of follow-up question that that I have based based on the feedback is that, so you know, it it becomes a bit complicated, and I'll tell you why it becomes a bit complicated. It becomes a bit complicated because I feel as though it then enters into let's call it philosophical territory, right? If it's philosophical territory, like let's say there's a family meeting, right? So even though there's a family meeting, I am always wanting, you know, to find the the best solution at that point in time, and and you're obviously finding the most appropriate solution in terms of um, working out a way forward. Now, what I usually find is that, you know, because my brother is reserved, um, I can't. Let's say we've discussed something for 30 minutes, then he'll say, no, you know, whatever decision we've come to now, it's fine. We can go ahead with it. So I'm saying. My aim and my intention is not to create any rift. Um, you know, that obviously doesn't uh, progress anybody. But I'm trying to, you know, obviously make him also open up and say, you know, when there's an issue and an issue needs to be discussed, you know, that issue needs to be discussed and it needs to be discussed thoroughly, you know, so that I'm happy and he's happy. So what usually happens is that, you know, sometimes if people have a reserved personality is that they'll just leave it somewhere in the middle and say, oh, no, that's the decision. We can't discuss this forever. Whereas I feel I do not, you know, subscribe to that philosophy, you know, because I obviously have this thing that we must take everything till we both tired until we both do not have you know, any other input to provide. Mm. And that's the only point at which I'd be happy that, you know, whatever solution we've come up with, um, we'd both be comfortable with. And it's both um, something that we, you know, let's call it both can move on from. I don't know if I can make an example because obviously we don't have time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think, I think we've, I think it's clear. I think it's clear. Yeah. And I, I, I yeah. want Coach to just wrap it up. But Coach, from my side, right, thank you, by the way, Nduduzo, for being so open and uh, for, for allowing Coach to, to weigh in and also, you know, try and make sure that the sibling comparison is, is eased down because it's a yeah. natural phenomenon. Thank you for calling Only in. Only a pleasure. Only so, a pleasure. So I listen Coach, on the radio. Excellent, excellent. Coach, for me... I, 
it feels like it's an issue of personalities here with Nduduzo and the older brother. And it's not and and obviously when the personalities one is is out there and the other one is reserved, people will mm. obviously be attracted to the one that's out there, the one that's vocal, that can articulate themselves. And the one that can't, if they don't know their own strength, even if they're silent, will always feel like they're being, you know, muffled down. Mm, mm. It might be personality, as you're putting it, Patricia, but it might not also be personality. Remember, when um, Duduzo uh, narrated the story of how they grew up, he's always been at the forefront, right? Meaning, uh, remember that when damage is done to one's self-esteem, uh, or when one feels they are not good enough, because now the younger one, who's the third one, happens to be the one who is at the forefront, is that a child tends to believe uh, in during their childhood that this is who I am, and it stays in their subconscious. And it ends up shaping them as adults. It might be that the brother was shaped by the experiences to be where he is today, and it needs to be dealt with. In a sensitive manner, it might just be that he's fine. He has no issue. This is who he is. We've discussed this. Uh, your decision, I agree with it. Let's with it. I trust it. But it might just be that the, the self-esteem was killed then, and subconsciously it has shaped him to be the adult that he is, to not voice out even the things that he's not happy with. And it doesn't only happen in the family. You might even find that it even happens in other social uh, gatherings or settings or even at work. But it needs to be attended to. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Instead of individuals to assume that uh, perhaps it's a personality thing or maybe something is not fitting well with him, communication will help to say, okay, when I then say let's do this right away, I get I, I I'm getting a sense that this is fast, bona. Think let's decide now. Let's 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 check what works. The disadvantages, the advantages, while the other one still wants some time to actually ponder on issues to make an informed decision. Perhaps then come up with a a, a solution that will work for both or the three of them to say let's not make the decision right away, but let's give it a day. Let's sleep on it to give others a chance to come back and sit on the table and contribute to whatever discussion that guys uh, they are having. Let's go to another ATM on the line, Gahiso. Gahiso, good evening. Good evening, ma'am. Good evening, you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, Gahiso. Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm, I'd like to comment on the position as a parent. Go ahead. would love to hear your perspective. Uh, my perspective is that... Uh, like the way you said, there is a healthy comparison and toxic one. Now, before I go, I, 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 let me tell you uh, what I understand about uh, toxic and healthy comparison. Uh, com- uh, toxic comparison is when you uh, compare your kids with uh, children from next door or to, from other houses. That thing is toxic. Uh, whether it's good, it's a good comparison, or uh, 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 whether you are saying a good thing, as long as it's not from the house, it's toxic. But now, uh, if you, 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 you can remember, 
siblings themselves, they are the ones who are starting to compare themselves when they are growing up. It's not the parents who are starting to do that. It's the kids themselves. And then when a parent compares his kids or siblings, he's comparing them according to the guidelines of the family. You cannot say to your parent, to, to your kids, uh, the other one is a thief. Now why can't you be a thief? You can't say that. Always you are trying to put them on the line. And then comparing your, your siblings, I think it's healthy because you are, your, your kids must, even if they are different, but they must be similar somewhere, somehow. They cannot be so different totally. They must, they must be similar, but they cannot be uh, the same, you see. Now, I think comparison in the family, it can't be wrong because you are going to, to tell them the right thing always. You can't then tell them that this one is a thief or this one likes to, to fight. Why can't you fight? No, no parent is doing that. Always you are comparing your kids positively. Now, I think it's not bad because... The, 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 the good kids, the, those who are uh, trying to be out of line, you should compare them with the ones who are in, in, online from one of your kids. I think the, comparing your kids is it's a healthy thing because you, 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 you teach them to, to, to caution each other when the other one is doing uh, a mistake. Then the, when we are not there, According to the way you are comparing them, they are going to, to guide each other when you are not there. Thank you, madam. Thank you very much, Gahi. So, Coach, uh, can you please weigh in here? Uh, yes. Uh, thank you so much, Gahi. So, we are different. And uh, when comparison is done, it cannot be done with the purpose that we've got to be the same somehow. We cannot be the same. We are not the same. Right? I, I what has to be the same is the values that our parents are raising us under. The values cannot change depending on uh, this child or the other child or the other one. But the values I'm using as a parent that I've laid down as a parent is, are the same values. I would want my kids to grow up under certain values, morals, and all those things. And even when they go out, they are good citizens. Right, but I'm not putting those rules or values or morals so that my kids should be the same. They are not the same. They are way different. Each one has got their own purse. So as a result, uh, the comparison between siblings can be healthy and can be unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. And uh, I'm going to go to a voice note here. Good evening, Patricia and the guest. My name is Mark. I think to do so is right because I also have two sons. The first born is so reserved. The second born is outgoing. When you want to do something, you want to push it and let it be done. But the first born is so relaxed to such an extent that if you are to discuss an issue of you want to do something, maybe to take a month for him to complete it. So you see, they've got really two different characters. So if I really want things to get going, I rely on the second born, the first born. It's very unfortunate. That's how it is.
Sure, yeah, it's unfortunate, but that's how it is. You know, it doesn't have to be unfortunate because mm. I think the firstborn also has certain strengths uh-huh. that the secondborn doesn't have. Mm. What are the firstborn strengths? If they find out what those are, he will have the thing that it will be solely him. Let's celebrate our kids' differences. If my strength is I'm quick and the other one is slow, but with their slowness, they are they pay attention to detail. There will be things that will need their, their quality, their character. Let's celebrate their differences. It shouldn't be that I'm sticking with this one because Bona, Bayashesha. What about me? It means you're not taking your time to get to know my qualities. You're not taking your time to get to, to understand the person that I am. And, and you know, Coach, from the comment of our A-team and Mike there, uh, something came to mind. Sometimes we as parents want deputy parents. He said, when I'm not there, I can get my second child to do things, yeah. and he does them quick. Our children are not deputy parents. Our children are children, uh, yeah. especially when they are under the age of 18. Those are children, so we shouldn't be... And I like what you're saying. We shouldn't be um, you know, isolating the other because they are not able to be a deputy parent. My kids have age gaps that are so uh, huge. It's five years and four years in between my kids. So mm. how can I even compare these little creatures who, who, who are not even on the... The one is preteening. The one is yes. just enjoying being a child and is extremely mischievous because he wants to mm. experiment. The other one is just learning how to talk and enjoying herself. And so how do you compare these creatures? You know, these are it's, innocent it's putting people. them under unnecessary pressure, especially because now you are not even hiding the pride that you have for the other mm. sibling. And as a result, you are indirectly conveying your disappointment to the other sibling. And what are you saying? You're not good enough. He or she is the best. And whatever. What are they best at? I'll give you a scenario, an example, and I always give this example. Growing up, and this was from my grandmother's side. Uh, my grandmother lived, uh, sometimes would come and stay with us at home. Uh, we, we used to have our tents in cooking. And by this time, my, my grand was blind, right? Uh, when it was my turn for cooking, I would dish up and uh, serve people their food, and then she eats, and then she starts spitting the food out. This is I'm sure this Matawa has cooked this, and by this time, I'll be the one who would have cooked, right? As a result, uh, it killed my confidence in the kitchen. I hate the kitchen with passion mm. even now. And mm. it does not mean that I'm a bad cook. I'm actually not a bad cook. The other day, I want to tell you what I did. I cooked. And I, I cooked some. I cooked uh, mohodu and there was uh, some uh, cabbage as well. And then she was eating, enjoying. She started praising the food. Oh, my God. You know? And then she mentions my older sister's name. Oh, she's great. She's just good when it comes to cooking. She's enjoying the food. No, but it's, she's not the one who cooked. Matawe cooked. She's like, oh, the salt is a bit... And then she starts <laughs> picking those things out. Hey, boo. And then it's like, oh. A few minutes ago, this lady was going crazy with phrases. You know, and, and but then I dismissed this. You know what? She's old, perhaps she's old age and whatever. But subconsciously, it stayed in my mind. And it killed my self-confidence when it came to the kitchen. I now went to varsity. 
you are there, you, you're sharing a commune, it's your turn to cook. When I cook, the ladies are enjoying my food, they're praising my food, and I'm the best cook in the in the them like, well, is is that is this the truth? Or are they just lazy to cook? But listen, I'm not bad at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at mm-hmm. all. But it stays in your subconscious and it actually shapes who you become as an adult. And as I'm saying, I, would, I prefer doing everything else, the laundry, the cleaning, whatever else. When it comes to the kitchen, I hate it. Sure. Yeah, so we need to be careful as parents. Yeah. As grandparents, as uh, uncles and aunts, yeah. we need, as guardians, be careful. I've got Kevin on the line. Kevin Atima, good evening. Good evening, how are you? We are strong, how are you? Ah, uh, it's okay. Uh you know what the lady has just said right now that's that's a perfect example so uh, i i i hear some people say it is uh, it is okay to compare but l- l- okay let's teach each other now uh comparing comparing comparison of two people when they are here in front of you right now, whether it's a family, whether it's at work, it's a very dangerous thing you can embark on because you you don't know the spirit of these people. You don't know their genes. You don't know their future. You don't know what's in their mind. Now, this is what parents do. A, a gentleman earlier said it's not wrong to compare. I'm saying comparing is a dangerous thing because if you say when you are gone, they are going to love what you said, they're going to understand you. You know what happens? When you're gone, when they're dead and gone, they're going to kill each other. Because for now, they might say, be shy to react, to listen. Yeah, we are a family, we are this and that, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, over the years, a parent or a guardian is busy demeaning one and praising the others. That it happens even in the classroom at school. If teacher is not is not aware of that, then is 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 planting uh, you see a resistance. Someone to resist uh, to start hating school and no more going to school, and then we get surprised when they go live under the bridge. Mm. Uh, you see, so this is this is a very very important topic. It's very it's a very dangerous thing that 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 adults do to children or parents do or guardians. And I'm I'm afraid to tell you this. I don't think it's going to change anytime soon because this thing is in the genes. When imagine how many shows we see these days on TV on radio where you see someone there on the screen telling you how they grew up, how they were demeaned. They were told them, or whatever, Kandilukul. Just imagine. And you look at this person, and you see, it's so beautiful. They look nice, you see. But they're in their family, they were told, they were told this and that. So this is still going to be there for a long time until it is taught, and I don't know who's going to teach it. Because if, it, if in terms of families, you know, a family will say, yeah, we're a family, we chose a family. A family will think it's better. We are not like outside. We are not outside. We are here. We even use our surnames sometimes. Mm. 
yeah, we are the so-and-so. We don't, uh, we don't buy that. We are the so-and-so. But I'm telling you, so I, I don't know, I don't know the solution. Thank you very much. Well, that's what we're trying to get to, you know, having healthy interactions with each other and with the parents and siblings and amongst the siblings. Coach, let's go to a quick break and then you'll be able to um, weigh in on this. Tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley. Talking uh, in our closet conversations about sibling comparison with Coach Matawe. I've got France on the line. Good evening, A-team of France. Good evening, Patricia. How are you? Strong. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. And Coach Matawe. Good evening, um, France. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Patricia, this thing, um, you know, it is a very sensitive uh, topic. And uh, thanks to all the callers and the voice uh, notes uh, that have come through tonight. Uh, we are learning a lot, you know, as individuals, I mean, from this show. Um, with me, um, I've seen it happening um, with my my wife, uh, my ex-wife and the younger sister. You know, because the mother will always come and visit us, you know, and compare to the younger sister. I mean, what we have achieved in our house um, uh, comparing to what the younger sister is achieving and all those kinds of things, vice versa. And when the mother leaves, because sometimes she'll be, you know, kind of shy to say some of the things in front of me, and uh, the wife will tell me, oh, no, um, my mom says, no, we must, like, maybe change the car because the younger sister and the husband have bought this kind of a car. We must change the table, this and that. You know, so even when we have problems uh, in our in our marriage with the wife, um, the wife will tell me that, yeah, mom, you know, like she will say, you know, all those kinds of things. And it's sad, you know, because the way they've been that both sisters, uh, we end up being divorced to them. And they end up, you know, returning back home to their parents, I mean, home with two kids each, you know, because of the influence that was coming from the mother, you know, and um, it, it's bad in a way, but I hope, you know, they will learn and other listeners will try to learn and try to avoid these things of uh, comparing kids. Because uh, we might have the same degree, you and I, Patricia, but I mean, what life has for us, it will uh, probably be different because um, we've created, I mean, differently to achieve different kind of things. You know, in life. So I think comparing kids, uh, you should, you know, encourage kids. I mean, uh, from their strength that they have. Some they are academically good. Some they have talent. You know, uh, that uh, it's God given. You know, we should encourage our kids, you know, to excel in what they are good at, and then help them. I mean, with their weaknesses. You know, that's all my input that I want to have tonight. Thank you so very much, France, for being open and sharing this with us. I'm quickly going to read some of our messages. And then, Coach, I'd like you to, you know, weigh in on uh, both our A-team um, callers. This one says, hi, P and our guest. In my case, I'm the last born in my family, the only male with two sisters. My late mom only needed me when there are conflicts in the house, supporting my sister and their children financially. After that, I didn't exist. Her firstborn, who is my sister, and her children were angels. But her secondborn, her children, my children too, were outcasts was used to it, and uh, my father died when I was two. 
Another one says, I agree with the coach. Naturally, we have preferences. Comparison is part of life. I've learned to live with it. This one from Miss N says, uh, good evening, Manduli. As uh, parents, we need to be very careful because one can never, ever outgrow their childhood. Childhood scars go deep. This is uh, Miss N who's in Naledi Soweto. Donald in Rustenburg says, good evening, Patricia and all A-teamers. To compare the children is not good, according to my own thinking. But it started long, way back. Even in the Bible, the story of Esau and Jacob, you can clearly see that the mom's favorite son was Jacob, but the father's best was Esau. And at the end, there was tension. I'm going to Anonymous quickly, and then we'll come back to you, Coach Matawe. A-teamer, Anonymous, good evening. Good evening, Patricia. Patricia, I'm a grandmother of two girls. One is my direct grandchild. The other is my brother's grandchild. But my brother has passed away and his wife and the mother to this child. Now, with my direct grandchild, the mother has passed away. So I stayed with these children from younger than two years. They, the youngest is 18. They are two wor- worlds apart, Patricia. One is um, devoted in what she does, the books. Both of them are lazy, but one is, uh, one is lazy but tidy. You know, Patricia, this, my brothers, tells me open in the eyes that uh, don't compare me with the other one. I have never compared them. The only thing I talk to her in private to say, devote, you know, study, do this, do that. I never say like this one. She is the one who tells me that I must not compare. I, I, I just don't know how to handle them. Like I say, the one who is better is not that uh, she is better. She's not best. I can tolerate her. This young one, I'm just tolerating her because she said often she's got no way to go. I don't know what advice can I be given. Thank you, Anonymous, for sharing with us a very difficult position you're in there. Please listen on uh, the radio. Coach Matawa will weigh in. Coach, let's start with Anonymous's uh, question. Okay. Uh, the selection of words from Anonymous, she's tolerating them. The word tolerate is, is, is quite deep. And when you're tolerating someone, they can feel it. They can see it. They can see that they're being tolerated. So even when you're making comments to say, at least um, wake up early or wake up ngunayin, you find that this is because the other one, or you might say it not because you're comparing, but at least the one who's not too lazy wakes up at night. That's why they will say, don't compare me with the next person, because I don't think it will just come out of the blue. For, for the other child or the grandchild to say, don't compare me. Uh, I think uh, Ugogo just needs to, to, to correct the tolerating. She needs to accept them for who they are. Learn their characters, their differences, and uh, open them. She must just keep the, the, the communication channel open with, with both of them so that uh, they can, she can also emphasize to them the importance of having the independent identity. But with that, 
instilled with the respect, with the values that she would she would have laid down in the house to say, these are the values that we live by in this house and all those stuff like that. But she needs to accept them for who they are, not tolerate them. It starts there. And uh, just as we wrap up, uh, based on uh, the callers from our A-teamers and uh, also the messages we got on WhatsApp, what's your parting shot, Coach? Uh, Kevin France, uh, they mentioned some powerful points there, the callers who called in. Comparison has the power to influence who the child becomes. Okay? And uh, it, it, it's so hectic that we also need to be careful not to label our children Oh, this is the smart one. That's the childish one. That's the lazy one. Why are we putting labels on them? Stop putting labels on the kids. Let's remember to celebrate their differences, know their strengths and their weaknesses, and help them on their weaknesses while we're celebrating their strengths so that they can flourish. Because we... Uh, Kevin mentioned that when we do not know or we pass away, they might just kill each other. Because what happens? Uh, there is that tension that it, it's been building up, the jealousy that it's been building up and, and, and all those things. They might rebel, they might not, or they might just, when you are gone, they kill each other or they like, you're not my family. So let's be careful. There is a healthy comparison and there is unhealthy uh, comparison. Do not unhealthily compare the children. We are not the same. I am an individual. My other sibling is an individual. And we need to be treated as such. Coach Matawa, it's always such a great pleasure having you on a Tuesday um, on our Closet Conversations. For those who are listening right now and would love an opportunity to get um, a full-on life coaching consultation with you, how do they reach you? I'm on 072-100-8930. My email is hello at soaringeaglet.creations.co.za. My name is Matawe Matapula. I'm on social media. They can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter. I'm there. Excellent. Until next time, thank you very much, Coach Matawe. Have a great week further. So much, Patricia. A-teamers, two minutes after midnight and I'm wishing you a beautiful Wednesday. Let it be filled with light, joy, love, peace, warmth and keep safe, please, South Africans, keep safe. Um, 3 a.m., remember, sound awake with Asanda Beta. Make sure that you catch the juiciest information firsthand on Sound Awake with Asanda. From us, we'll be back again later on this evening at 10 p.m. until midnight on social media platforms. You can interact with me at Patricia N. Nduli. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.